resolute of heart, make firm thy mind. The tongue of a man is the rudder of the boat, but the Lord of all is its pilot. Cast not thy heart after riches. There's no ignoring fate and destiny. Place not thy thoughts on things outside. Every man is destined for his power. I'm feeling good with all of your cash went. Not chakra alignment or inward refinement. Trying to find one word to describe men. Yet can one consciousness unify them? Pondering this on these questions is where my time spent. Creative process of aiming. Positive mind gotta be chilling. Putting effort to bring forth this new being. He not consumed by the lust for things, but knows that his work is determined by words and deeds. Your mind is affected by words and deeds. Your thoughts and keys to what you try. You are now entering another dimension, a dimension not only of sight and sound but of critical thinking, a journey to a wondrous land with boundaries that of clarification. Your next stop, the Sanity Zone. You're listening to Love Harry, Love Conspiracy. I know I put conspiracies in the title, but <clears throat> so Love Harry, Love Conspiracy. You know, so <laughs> I'll talk about some, maybe not all conspiracy, maybe uh, um, today I decided not to go with, to attack all the Trump conspiracies that turned out to be wrong. Russian collusion, Trump was going to take us into war, Trump was going to end the world, lead us to World War III. Oh, man. The more I think about it, the more it looks like Biden was colluding with Ukraine, maybe Russia. He, You know, his family took about $5 million from a, a Russian wife of a Russian oligarch, um, you know, they took money from Ukraine. But I didn't want to get into that. Anyway, I'll, I'll have all of that stuff on my next Love, Harry, Love Conspiracy. So, <laughs> um, you know, you see the behind me, or not my WNHH, but uh, maybe I should have made it a little smaller so you could see the the climate. Uh being destroyed behind me there, um, that video. Maybe I'll make it a little smaller so you could see uh, the effects of the climate, climate change. Um, so yeah, so I mean, let's talk about climate change, right? Um, you know, my my uh, thing, because I, I discuss it here at work, um, with liberal hive minds who who literally are they have hive minds they they don't think for themselves they just move with the hive um so my question is if co2 is only 0.04% of the atmosphere how does it move the entire atmosphere, 0.4%. And then 0.4% is CO2 is, that's that's the percentage that CO2 is part of the atmosphere. So 
then you have to that 0.04%. What percentage of that 0.04% is affected by human beings? What are we doing to destroy the environment? Um, is it because we drill for petroleum, natural gases, we frack for natural gases, um, which, by the way, has we used to burn wood and and all different type of stuff before we actually, you know, went to petroleum and natural gases and everything. So the environment was worse when we were just burning stuff to stay warm. Um. So actually, we've lowered our footprint, our CO2 levels, especially in the last, I think, 20 to 40 years with natural gas. Natural gas has dropped our CO2 levels dramatically. I, you know, I know Biden doesn't like uh, natural gas. He's uh, doing everything he could to, to stop <laughs> from the fracking and stuff like that for natural gas. He hates petroleum. Um, so actually, if you look at third world countries, they don't have the technology that we do, and they don't have um natural gas um deposits that we have all over America, and, and they're unable to actually control their little environments like we do. I mean, the United States is awesome at doing this, but you know, that's neither here nor there. So that's my question, right? Um, then you have climate scientists who um who used to be part of the that clique, you know, um, and then decided to change their minds and now are seen as climate deniers. Uh not the video I wanted. Um let's get out of that. Um let me do this. <laughs> so I was going to a video. Let's try this again. And you're listening. To... It won't allow me to do that video. Okay. Oh, no, you, you're seeing the right video. All right. So you're listening to Love, Harry, Love Conspiracy on WNHH LP 103.5 FM, your home for community radio. Let's cue this video up. Uh, this is John Stossel. So we're going to be looking at a, a clip from John Stossel's interview with Dr. Judith Curry, climate scientist. Maybe? Crisis, we're told. Anyone who's well, let's, skeptical let's or raises any questions about the alarm is dismissed. I'm going to bring out two people who agree with you, climate skeptic. I'm also going to bring out 96 other scientists. <laughs> the smug media mock so-called skeptics. And what is the overwhelming view of the entire scientific community? Well... <laughs> The consensus is so strong, there shouldn't even be a debate. This whole debate should not have happened. I apologize to everyone at home. Climate alarmists claim there's an overwhelming scientific consensus. But it's a manufactured consensus. Researcher Judith Curry says climate scientists have an incentive to exaggerate risk. Why? What's in it for them? Fame and fortune. <laughs> she knows about that because she once spread alarm about climate change. And the media loved her when she published this study saying there was an increase in hurricane intensity. We found that the percent of category four and five hurricanes had doubled. Really? Doubled? And so this was picked up by the media. Alarmists said, oh, here's the way to do it. It being, get the public alarmed. Climate change is making hurricanes stronger and more destructive. Tie extreme weather events to global warming. 
So this hysteria is your fault. Well, sort of. <laughs> Not really. They, they, they would have picked up on it on anyways. But Curry's more intense hurricanes gave them fuel. I was adopted by the environmental advocacy groups and the alarmists, and I was treated like a rock star. What does that mean, treated like a rock star? Oh, my star? God. I was flown all over the place to meet with politicians and to give these talks and lots of media attention. But then some researchers pointed out gaps in her research, years with low levels of hurricanes. So like a good scientist, I went in and investigated all that stuff. She realized her critics were right. Part of it was bad data. Part of it is natural climate variability. So you're the unusual researcher who looks at criticism of your paper and actually concluded they had a point. They had a point for sure. Then the ClimateGate scandal taught Curry that many researchers aren't so open-minded. Leaked emails showed university climate scientists conspiring to hide data. It showed a lot of really ugly things. Um, avoiding Freedom of Information Act requests, trying to get journal editors fired from their... Now, I, I want to stop it there because um, when I mention climate gate here, everybody is uh, bewildered by it. Uh, climate scientists were busted changing their data or hiding their data because it didn't fit their narrative, right? Um, so when you mention it, you know, it's like people here, like I'll mention something and they'll go, well, I haven't read that in the New York Times or Washington Post. And I'm like, well, because it doesn't fit their narrative. And then eventually the Washington Post and New York Times have to give in to the facts, right? Like just like the Hunter Biden laptop that they told you they they uh, posted a article with a bunch of former intelligence officers saying it was Russian misinformation, and everybody knew that it wasn't, and they didn't verify the laptop purposely so that they could sell you that story. But then, what was it? Two and a half years later, they finally admit. That that was Hunter Biden's laptop? Was that cheating for an election? Who knows? But that's neither here nor there. Let's digress over here and go back to the climate change stuff. So the climate gate, the scientists were fudging their numbers or hiding the data so that they weren't they, they didn't have to explain why. The math wasn't adding up. So anyway, let's go back to the video. Job. One email read, if you think this Yale professor is in the skeptics camp, get him ousted. Seeing emails like that made Curry realize that climate change fanatics had corrupted the science because there's a climate change industry set up to reward alarmism. The origins go back to the 1980s and the UN Environmental Program. Some UN officials had a specific agenda. Anti-capitalism, they hated the oil companies, and they seized on the climate change issue as one to move their... And this is very important, right? So you, you have to actually go and look at, you know, these Marxist communists who... You know, it's it's like um, who was it? Eric Holder was it? Was it Eric Holder or who was uh, the mayor of Chicago? Uh, anyway, one of Obama's people that said never let a crisis go to waste. So they see things as they they even create things as crisis as a crisis, and they feed you whatever information they want to under duress because now they know that you're alarmed, right? So now you accept information under the rest, right? So this is what they did. They, you know, they take, you know, you look at, it goes all the way back to Hitler where he was, he used controlling the environment or saving the environment to control the people. This is for your own good. I'm going to change this. The government is going to do this for you, for your own good. 
because you don't know any better. Anyway, go back to the video. Policies along. The UN created what's called the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change. The IPCC wasn't supposed to focus on any benefits of warming. The IPCC's mandate was to look for dangerous human-caused climate change. Obviously, if you're only looking for risk, that's what you'll find. And then the national funding agencies directed all the funding in the field. If you say we're all going to die and we got to spend a ton of money on this, you get funding. If you say we don't know, you don't get funding? No, it, it's more subtle than that. The announcements of opportunity for funding are really tied to assuming that there are dangerous impacts. So the researchers aren't stupid. They know what they need to say to get funding. Exactly. This is how manufactured consensus happens. Then, even if a skeptic does get funding, it's harder to publish because journal editors are alarmists. About 10 years ago, the editor of the journal Science she wrote this political rant about we need to stop emissions now that was published in Science. So what kind of message does that give? Promote the alarming papers and don't even send the other ones out for review. Getting published is crucial to researchers because that's how they advance in academia. Yeah, you know, um, I actually saw, I think it was on the BBC channel, two scientists who were in that... Um, that calculation that 98% of scientists agree of climate change. And they said, well, we agreed that there's climate change. We didn't agree with why cli the climate is changing or how we got here. Um, so it's like they take, you know, it's a general consensus thing. Um, You know, I have this 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 uh, sign behind me. It says, "Those who have eyes to see, let them see." Most people, most people's vision is blurred. What other people with what other people see, they never turn their own eyes to the light. Their truth is a consensus truth, and not the real truth. Right. So that's what happens with the climate argument. I I I have debates here. And the, the people who are gung-ho, who really believe, I mean, are, like, they treat climate change as a religion, right? And it's a, it's a good uh, example of, of saying, you know, people, climate change has become a religion for people. They believe it at all costs, right? So, so it's like, it's like talking against somebody's God, right? Where they, you know. You make a cartoon, they try to kill you. So it's literally like that. It's become a religion. And when you ask them to prove their religion or to just give you details, they don't have no they have no clue. They just believe, you know, what they see. And and you know, lately there's been investigations of how many, you know, different uh essays have been forged and and use data that hasn't actually been uh, proven, you know? So it's like, it's a consensus, especially on the left. It's like a consensus truth, you know? Trump is going to uh, bring World War Three. Trump didn't start no new wars. I think it was the first president in like 40 years who didn't, there was no war started under Trump. Um, Trump is colluding with Russia. Consensus truth. I still run into people who don't know the truth because they never read, you know, the articles or anything like that. They just it's a consensus truth. They're living in the in the echo chamber, in the bubble. And unless somebody in the bubble or the hive buzzes them, turns to the side of buzzes. <laughs> and tells them, hey, listen, we were all wrong. They just continue. You know, the I used to talk about, when I had breaking the news, I used to talk about the Trump derangement syndrome um, and how it had infected a lot of people and intelligent people. I, I work with intelligent people. You know, 
but they're oblivious to facts because they have a consensus truth. You know, it's funny how I remember when um, Trump's, I, I think one of Trump's advisors um, came on and said, we have a set of alternative facts. And everybody criticized her and laughed. <laughs> She's telling you that she doesn't, they have different facts. Well, it turned out that their alternative facts were was were the right facts. And it turned out that Trump didn't collude. It turns out Trump didn't start a war. It turns out, so, you know, Trump's economy was the strongest economy. There was no inflation. We, so we could go on and on. But I digress once more. Let's let's finish this video because I thought I was going to get through this stuff pretty quickly. <laughs> but I'm a blah, blah, blah. Let's finish. And I want to move on to the next story. I want to move on to UFOs. If you wanted to advance in your career, like be at a prestigious university, get a big salary, have big laboratory space, get lots of grant funding, be director of an institute, well, there was clearly one path to go. So alarmist researchers control the discussion. They publish lots of scary papers, and alarmist media jump on those. Time magazine says climate is everything. Good Morning America agrees. Climate change is impacting everything from a conception to pregnancy. Transportation congestion, the size of frogs, <laughs> you know, everything. Airplane turbulence. Expect turbulence like this to become you know, more I'm frequent. I'm just going to move on to the next story, but it's <laughs> that climate consensus. You know, people just, <laughs> they're alarmed, right? So they, they just believe everything. It's, it's so nuts. <laughs> it's so nuts, but it is what it is. I mean, you should actually go up and go on YouTube and look up Dr. Judith Curry. She's she's a climate scientist. She was on the left before, and when she predicted um, all the there would be more hurricanes and more of this, more of that, everybody loved her. Right? It's the destruction, you know. I get that from people here. They tell me, oh, you're happy that uh, inflation is so high. Are you guys insane? Why would I be happy? Oh, because it affects Biden's numbers. Oh, you're happy that there's war. No, that's something that the left does. They literally, when they said Trump would bring World War III, they wanted him to bring World War III so that they would be proven right. Um, yeah, that doesn't. That doesn't happen. Well, it doesn't happen with me. I shouldn't say on my side. I'm sure there's people who uh, who probably are tickled by how bad Biden is doing as president. You know, it's like, <laughs> I don't want to get into certain things, but let's move on to the next story. Um, let's see. I don't know. Uh, UFOs or Bigfoot? Bigfoot. Let's do Bigfoot real fast, right? Because there's been new sightings of Bigfoot. Um, this is the most famous picture of Bigfoot, if you can see it. Um, yeah, it's the most famous picture of Bigfoot. But there's, there's been more sightings of Bigfoot lately. Um, there was a sighting in Colorado. Now, but what I wanted to go through is... Um, so, this map is... You see all those dots... <laughs> This is where Big, Bigfoot has been sighted, you know, in America, right? And so, but I, what I really wanted to do is go further into Connecticut, right? Okay, let's get back. So Connecticut. Oh, wow, I found Connecticut on the map. Anyway, so <laughs> you look at Connecticut, and there's been three sightings of Bigfoot in Connecticut. Now, Wow, I'm looking at the video. This the climate is really burning back then. You know, it's like crazy. Anyway, so in Connecticut, we've had let's see a sighting here. That is, let's see what county, Middlesex. There was a sighting of Bigfoot. You know, so it's it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. I'm like, what? what? 
I would love to uh, see Bigfoot. Let's see this one. This one, this this was a sighting right on the New Haven, New Haven County. Yeah, actually, yeah, New Haven County. So, this is a big sighting in in New Haven, New Haven County. And what's the other one uh, up here? And that is Litchfield County. So, yeah, we've had Bigfoot sightings in Connecticut. Look at this. We have someone up here. It's like we got them all over. It's not just, it's like neighboring Connecticut, too. So, it's like, it's crazy. So, anyway. So, <laughs> that's Bigfoot. But let, let's, you know, it's funny. Because you can't find sometimes serious articles in the New York Times. Um, times, but um, lately they'll they'll write articles like this. You can't find serious, and what I mean serious articles, because I know sometimes I'm sent articles um that are usually it's New York Times that most of the, most of the people who try to prove their points with me send me opinion based articles. Which I don't mind reading. I, I have a subscription with the New York Times that I should probably cancel. <laughs> but I do have a subscription with the New York Times. And and um, so people send me these articles. They've been sending them for years. And it turns out most of those articles, most of them turned out to be wrong. Um, it's like right now with like the court case for, against Trump in New York. Um most of the stuff they send me is opinion based, but when they look, it's a novel case, by the way. This this case has never been brought, been been brought, especially against the president, right? So you have in New York, they're charging Trump, and, and I'm talking about the criminal case, not the civil case. The civil case is um, them claiming that Trump overvalued his real estate, which is turning out to be in favor of Trump because it turned out he undervalued his real estate. Maybe they want to go after him because of that anyway. So the case that they're going after him is for election fraud because he paid Stormy Daniels, allegedly paid Stormy Daniels um, hush money. Now, it turns out the federal election you know, board never uh, decided not to um not even find Trump right so Hillary Clinton and this for the 2016 election Hillary Clinton was actually fined for creating the Russian the dossier that claimed that Trump was colluding with Russia now you hear that if you're hearing this for the first time Hillary Clinton was fined for actually being the one who paid for the dossier. They created a fake dossier. Gave it to the FBI. The FBI willingly took it and investigated the hell out of, out of Trump for four years. Now, the FBI should have been smart enough to see that it, this was coming from, this was a campaign attack ad basically against Trump. It was had nothing to do with real facts. Even Comey on the oath said they could improve they they couldn't verify the dossier. It was unverifiable because it was a lie. It was created by the Hillary Clinton campaign and she was fined. So anyway, so most of the stuff they send me is is that consensus truth stuff that comes out of the New York Times and Washington Post these days. So anyway, so my, my my point here, I know I went off. But anyway, I know a lot of people are just hearing that for the first time. Hillary, that dossier that a lot of people will come in and, oh, Trump paid prostitutes to urinate on him. Turned out to be false. Turned out to be a lie. A lie. I know you're hearing it for the first time and it, and it hurts. But most of the stuff, and this is the thing. Most of the stuff that they said about Trump is a lie, especially the racism part. If you look, go back to the 1980s when Trump was palling around with Reverend Jesse Jackson and Reverend Al, 
and getting NAACP awards from, from everybody in New York for hiring, being the most, um, the business with the most minority hires and stuff like that. Go and, go and do some homework. Stop looking for that consensus truth. So anyway, so the New York Times hasn't been putting out good information, but they put out a story on Bigfoot. Bigfoot is back. Bigfoot never left. Now, of course, this picture, I don't know if you could actually see this picture. It's like weird. I don't see what they see. So a couple um, riding a Colorado train took a snapshot of Bigfoot. This looks more like a, a raptor from uh, Jurassic Park to me. I, I don't see Bigfoot. You see Bigfoot? So anyway, so look at that. If you see Bigfoot, then you're the perfect New York Times reader, right? Because look at that. The New York Times actually went out their way to write a story about Bigfoot with no verifiable information. Oh, where did, where do they uh where did I hear that before? Un unverified information. Um the Washington Post. I wish I could show you this. Oh, wait a minute. Let me turn off my um my background so you can see my true background here's my conspiracy wall behind me um i should have actually it's my conspiracy wall should have had it uh warning property protected by bigfoot do not disturb i'm disturbed enough already but what i want to show you is this right so this picture of the Washington Post, right? You know, it's like we have an inside source on the Trump story. And it turns out the inside source was Pinocchio. <laughs> now, that's a hilarious uh, <laughs> cartoon. Um, forgot who wrote it. I mean, who drew it. But um, so, yeah. So <laughs> this is perfect for the New York Times. A blurry picture, and they tell you Bigfoot is back. Bigfoot is back. So anyway, let's move on to the next story. Now, this is an interesting story, right? A bizarre mermaid that's, <laughs> that was found in Japan, right? So unraveling the mystery of the Fiji mermaid. Scans confirm bizarre creature discovered in Japan is part fish, part monkey, and part reptile. Hmm. So maybe, you know, those stories of the sailors seeing a mermaid, of course, they didn't see no, you know, mermaid with long blonde hair. I mean, this thing has hair. So actually, I shouldn't say that. It looks, it seems to be have some blonde hair on it. Um, <laughs> who knows? Right? But perception uh, is skewed for a lot of us, right? So, well, so this monkey slash fish slash reptile was found off the coast of Japan. So, I mean, that's that's some crazy stuff. <laughs> so there goes part of that conspiracy. My time is running out. I don't want to stay the whole hour anyway, but, and, you know, I, I wasted my time rambling about politics. I didn't want to do that. You're listening to Love Harry, Love Conspiracy on WNHH LP 103.5 FM, your home for community radio. Oh, now, this isn't a conspiracy. The reason I got this up, well, it's a conspiracy because when I said it over here, they said, oh, that has to be made up. So in Canada, they're expanding the euthanasia um, laws to include killing off the mentally ill. So when, well, because I had said um, to a couple of people here, hey, <laughs> you know, over, over here, we love death. In America, we love death. We want abortions to nine months. We, we love death. Oh, excuse me. So 
I said, you know, Canada has pretty good laws that I think the Democrats would would enjoy. Right? So they so especially all the Democrats who are mentally, you know, stressed and uh don't know how to, they're going to get along with life, especially if Trump wins in 2024. What are you guys going to do? Maybe you should move to Canada. As Canada prepares to expand its euthanasia laws to include those with mental illness, some Canadians, including many of the country's doctors, questioned whether the country's assisted death program has already moved too far. It's moved too far. You have teenagers who want Assisted suicide because they don't know how. It's global warming. What am I going to do with global warming? I can't have kids. I can't have it. You know, it's that that mental stuff that um is coming out from one side, right? The left. I've heard Ocasio-Cortez say, is the reason why her generation isn't having kids is because of global warming. What? Um... I don't know. I really love my three granddaughters and uh I see a bright future for them. I still I'm I'm 50, I'm going to be 55 and I see a pretty bright future for myself. Um so you see is that that alarmist mentality is always she's scaring people. Oh my god, don't have kids. You don't know what the next 3,000 years are going to well, You're not going to be around 3,000 years. In 100 years, they're talking about the ocean being raised by like three quarters of an inch. Maybe. They can't because they can't really calculate that. There's ebbs and flows in the climate. And there's plenty of videos to show you. I, I know the left only likes to go back 100 years. But this earth has been around a lot a little more than a hundred years. Um, quite a bit more than a hundred years. It's the same thing. It's like everything. <laughs> all the alarmists play in America is all about. We're only going to go back a hundred years for climate. We're only going to go back four hundred years for slavery. Oh, we're only going to go back for this. Oh, we're only whatever fits the narrative at the time is what they give you, right? And then those who aren't willing to exercise their brains, who aren't free thinkers, no longer able to free think, right? Because you're you're punished for thinking freely. You have to go with the hive. If you're not hive-minded, you're an anarchist. You're a Nazi. You're a homophobe. You're racist. It's all about alarming everybody because you don't go with the hive. What was it that Arsenio used to do? Things that make you go, hmm, right? So, <laughs> okay, <laughs> what was I? Oh, so Canada, let's, let's read the rest of it. Dr. Madeline Lee can recall the first patient she helped die about one month after Canada first legalized euthanasia in 2016. I remember just how surreal it was, she said. A psychiatrist at Toronto's Princess Margaret Hospital, she recalled checking on her patient that day, asking if she had the right music and final meal, and if she was sure she wanted to go ahead, the patient in her mid-60s and suffering from ovarian cancer said she was. So, you know, if you're in pain and there's literally, I mean, ovarian cancer, she probably was dying. I, I don't know what her prognosis was, right? So, but if you if you're dying anyway, I see it, you know? Less pain, less suffering. You're you're you have more than a foot out the door. We all have a foot out the door, right? You're born to die. Um so we all have a foot out the door, but 
if your ass is out the door too, I see assisted suicide, right? But now to include mental health people who feel their suffering, that has to give you, does it give you pause? I mean, I don't know. You know, I know it's a left thing, right? You know, hey, if Trump gets elected again, I don't know how I could keep go on living. You know, maybe I'll give a a guttural scream or wild screams of pain. No. Oh, anyway, I, I remember that on the green. That was hilarious. <laughs> so, you know, I. TVS, you guys could get probably, you know, if you if Trump wins in 2024, you you guys probably qualify. Go try to get into Canada. And you could TVS, Trump derangement syndrome will probably get you the assisted suicide you're, you've been looking for. I know a lot of people were looking for it in, in 2016. Anyway. <laughs> we're we're close to the end. <laughs> We're close to the end here. Now it means suicide. No, if, if you have if, if if you have these uh suicidal thoughts, I suggest you call the suicide hotline. I don't have it pulled up here. When I pulled up this story, I should have had the suicide hotline because I don't want anyone committing suicide. Um life is precious, and you should realize that. I I mock. Um, the left, because a lot of you were crazy when Trump won in 2016, and it was crazy on the false pretenses, right? You were lied to. You were bamboozled. Uh, let him up. I'm not. I'm not going there. <laughs> so let's let's see what else we have here. Uh, we have the mermaid. Um, let's see. So you're listening to Love Harry, Love Conspiracy on WNHH LP 103.5 FM, your home for community radio. Um, oh, the UFO story. I'm almost out of time. Let's do this UFO story. Let me switch the video. You know, so. Like I said, so a lot of these uh, news organizations, I'm going to play a video from CBS News now. Um, a lot of these news organizations, they literally won't tell you the truth about the election. Um, they fear manga when it comes to every single thing. And oh my God, he said good people on both sides. And and by the way, that's what Biden's trying to say with the Palestinian Israel conflict, right? There's good people on both sides. Hey, let's wait. Oh, Israel shouldn't defend themselves. So it's like, but Trump never said that. Oh, that's another, I, you know, I'll come back with a a Trump conspiracy. Uh, love Harry, love conspiracy, Trump edition. That's what I should say. Anyway, are we looking at the right video? Yes, we are. So, <laughs> So, like I said, these radio, these um, media outlets, they usually don't give you the truth, but they'll give you UFOs. Let's do this. This week, the U.S. government releasing a new report on unidentified anomalous phenomena, what most people know as UFOs. The report found that between August of last year and April this year, the office tracking these sightings received nearly 300 reports. Some of these incidents are still under investigation because they could pose a security threat to U.S. military operations, especially aviation. Let's bring in Chris Impey, a professor of astronomy at the University of Arizona. Chris has more than 210 publications on space and has written about past sightings. So, Chris, the report says there's no evidence that any of these objects came from outer space. Is that the final word? That's been the word for the last few years from the NASA committee, from the congressional uh, reports to, to U.S. Congress. It, it's been consistent. Nobody's seen little green men yet. Okay, so have officials made the data available to outside experts for an independent review? They, are, they will make all the unclassified data available and the data that the NASA committee 
is is studying hundreds of reports is also going to be made available. The classified stuff um, has to go through a very torturous procedure, so I'm not sure others, civilians, will get to see that. Right. I know all about declassification. So what do we know about that data that is classified? Any hints? Well, I think it's mostly classified because it occurs, um, you know, near military bases or whatever. And I suspect the type of data we're looking at involves radars or particular imaging devices that the military just doesn't want to publicize. So, you know, so there's now a UA UAP committee in Congress, right? So they're actually looking into a lot of these UA UAP is, um, oh, what is it? Unidentified aerial phenomenon. They so they changed UFO, unidentified flying object, because they they it was it just it felt too <laughs> hypocritical for them to actually verify that they you know you have the military now confirming that they're dealing with UFOs every day, um flying in our airspace that actually break the laws of physics i mean you, you know uaps i was gonna say ufos but i might as well say ufos so you you ufos that actually are moving in speed that we wouldn't be able to even dream about here so um and some of them actually you know playing cat and mouse with our military um, fighter jets. So they they give you information, and, and they came out and they said, "Oh well, there's no proof that any of these sightings came from out of space." Now, by the way, a UFO isn't necessarily saying it's ET from out of space. It could be ET from our ocean. It could be you know something here that has actually existed before us here. Um, an, an intelligent life force that we don't know. So it could be anything. Um, so they think they pull one on people by saying it's not coming from outer space. And by the way, the sightings that they briefed the media and the public on were not the classified stuff. They have plenty of classified sightings that they refuse to brief the public on. Now, why? Why would they keep it classified and and tell you, hey, listen, we we briefed you on the the regular stuff that we could say, hey, the, that didn't come from outer space. Brief us on all of it. The the American public could handle it, right? So, and my time's almost up. I can't continue that video. Let's go so quick, quick, quick. Next video. So this is NBC News. To what has become the most confusing story in the news these days, and here's why. Because as compelling as this video I'm about to show you is, we just do not have straight answers on what we're seeing. Of course, we're talking UFOs again, or unidentified anomalous phenomenon, as the government calls it. And we just came across a very odd, very under-the-radar release of some videos and documents that I've been trying to get for years now with no explanation all of a sudden customs and border patrol has yeah, released 10 videos from what looks man. like forward-looking infrared cameras from different incidents and an odd 380 some pages of reports news clippings and emails about people at cbp talking about uaps uh, but there is a lot redacted so it's hard to understand exactly what's going on and some of it has to do with agents saying they've seen stuff and being scared of the whole stigma that comes with talking about uaps but the videos yeah, so my time is up but so, and, and I didn't get to enough UFOs. I also have the Las Vegas sighting. A family claims that a UFO um, landed in their backyard, crashed into their backyard, um, that they saw 10 to 12 foot beings come out of this thing and everything. So I apologize for talking so much. I literally was afraid that I wasn't going to be able to finish the hour. And of course, I didn't get to everything I wanted to. But these aren't this this isn't a regular show it'll be you know specials love harry love conspiracies on wnhh lp 103.5 fm your home for community radio 
yeah, I, I actually got to bounce. I got to get out of here. Don't blame me. My hour's up. It's not my fault. Paul is, Paul is you are now entering another dimension. A dimension not only of sight and sound, but of critical thinking. Get out of here. A journey to How a wondrous land with boundaries that How of clarification. As Your next stop, How the sanity you? zone. Don't you know that what you see as a conspiracy, we see as fact? <laughs> Trump did collude with Russia. No, he didn't. No! Don't change my facts, okay? Don't change it. I can't live without my consistent facts. Resolute of heart. <laughs> I'll see you guys next time. Maybe I'll catch you on that show. Once again, you're listening to Love Harry, Love Conspiracies on WNHH LP 1035 